0: Thanks for checking out the Christian Life Austin podcast. If this is your first time listening, make sure to check us out at clcaustin.com for more info on how you can connect with us. We trust that you will enjoy today's message. Thank you for listening. I want to talk to you just a little bit. Now, what I'm going to preach tonight is probably Simpleton USA 101. It's very simple. I'm not going to try to bring compound thoughts or complex ideas tonight. I just felt like I needed to minister. Oh, I'm, I'm prepared. But I just felt like I needed to talk to you tonight. As your pastor and as your spiritual leader, I needed to talk. And I'm going to speak on this subject. I am loved. And my subtitle is There's No Second-class citizens. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. It's a joy to minister to this church. I am, like Lou Gehrig said, the luckiest man in the world. Because I get to pastor Christian Life Church in Austin, Texas. You know, I had a chance to come here when I was 26 years old to this city. And I said no because I was in love with a little old bitty church up in Dallas, Texas. And uh, I was talking to a couple of men today. I said, wow, the way I love Austin, Texas, I just wonder, you know, what could have, should have, might have been. But I don't live there. But I'm so glad I got here as quick as I could. And you folks are the most awesome people. And don't anybody ever, let anybody ever tell you that you're not special in God's sight. Everybody say, I I am am loved. Loved. You know, identity is a tricky thing. We spend our lives trying to answer the question, who am I? We sense that if we can answer that one question, then our path in life will become significantly clear. Because when we know who we are, we have a better idea of what our values are. And what our priorities should be. If you really believed that you are a beloved child of God. It should change your life. It will change your attitude. Or it will give you a good attitude. It will change your words. It will change your actions toward yourself and toward others. And it will change our world. Because you can't change others until you change yourself. So how does a child of God raise a family? How does a child of God invest his money? How does a child of God treat his enemies? How does a child of God respond to injustice? That's a lot of questions that you have to look at and say, you know, I might have made 50 on that test. I might have made 25. I might have flunked it with a zero. Didn't answer any of them right. See, no one really in this, in this place likes labels. No one likes labels. Especially negative or stereotype labels and names. Labels and names can be hurtful to us. And derogatory names people call each other are hurtful. And they build walls. Now, i, I put it here in red. This is the interactive part, okay? Now, I don't want any cussing, okay? No cursing. No cursing. But I want, I want a few names just to come to me of what names you have heard people call that are negative to other people like. <laughs> loser. Instantly. There it is. There it is. Dumb. You don't get it. You're your mama's son because she's dumb and you're dumb too. Idiot. That kind of stuff. What? Idiot. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's words. That hurts. Okay. Open session's over. (laughs) My dad used to say sticks and stones will break your bones. But words will never hurt you. I hope your folks didn't teach you that. Have you taught your kids that? Or heard it from another relative or a teacher? You know why? Because my dad was wrong. That little ditty we use to try to help somebody whose feelings have been hurt by someone else's words are wrong, it's, it, it, it's wrong too. It ought to read, sticks and stones do break your bones, but words can take their toll. For sticks and stones will make you moan, but words will stain your soul. Negative words, labels. Derogatory names hurt us. They are meant to put us in our place, to label us, and to set us apart from the group. They can damage us down deep in our soul and in our spirit. I read about a pastor one day that went to visit a new family in the community, and the father of the family introduced his kids like this This is Pete. He's the clumsy one in our family. This is Kathy coming in with mud on her shoes. She's the sloppy one. And as always, Mike is last. He'll be late for his own funeral, I promise you. And what that father did not know, perhaps, but he did a good job of labeling, labeling each of his kids by their faults and by their mistakes. Those tapes will play over and over and over in their heads, in their hearts, and in their souls. The Holy Ghost has brought me to church here tonight to tell you we're going to have a healing of mental pygmyism of yesterday because there's nothing that I have said so far that fits anyone in this congregation. You are loved and you are a part of God's kingdom. And when people do that to each other and those they love, that reminds us of our weaknesses, our failures, our errors, our sins. And for some reason, we can't seem to live those things down. We are what we hear. See, when, when Rachel had her last son, she named him Benoni, which means son of sorrow. But I'm so glad there was a father standing there. Named Jacob, that said, No, we're not gonna name him that. We're gonna name him Benjamin, son of my right hand, son of power. Here's what I wanna do tonight in this service I wanna reverse the son of sorrows in your life, and I wanna input into you the son of power in your life. Because there is nobody here that is a loser. Everybody in this house is a winner. Amen. And it does not matter if your parents hated you or your parents loved you. If your neighbors down the street talk negative about you, that doesn't matter. We're going to break some generational mind curses in this house tonight. Because everybody in God's kingdom is a child of God. And everybody in this house is loved by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Very simple stuff. Galatians 4, 4 through 7 says this in the NRSV. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as children. Everybody say children. Children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. You are no longer a slave. You are a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. In other words, in God's kingdom, there are no second class citizens. None. Some of you have come from rejected past want to minister a little bit as a pop tonight. You felt rejected. Unfortunately the world doesn't, doesn't know what the kingdom of God is all about. So the world is still living in this fallen state separated from God and separated from each other. And the world looks at us and looks at themselves and looks at their families and labels people rejected. Because we don't fit this week's fashion statement or drive this week's in car or truck. So we hear the word rejected. The world labels people rejected because they don't conform to what's the latest cool. Because they don't like certain TV shows or particular movies. So the word rejected is used. Because you're not wearing Gucci or Polo or Tommy Bahama. There's a rejected spirit. Because you don't drive a Dodge Ram truck or a Prius or a Ford Flex, for crying out loud, you're rejected. Because you don't eat tofu and sushi and fondue, but you eat chicken fried steak, gravy and potatoes. (laughs) You feel rejected. You get the idea. And if you're not in according to someone else's list, then you're rejected. Let me just say something to you. Oh, I got 47 things coming in my head and I, I, I don't want to say it wrong. But if every door in this world, because I'm a child of God, shuts in my face, there's a door that's open to the heavenlies right now that will never close. And it is the door to that place where God dwells and he's looking over the balcony of heaven tonight and he's saying, my boy's doing good. That's my beloved son down there. And when I preach about him, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am loved by him. I'm not rejected by him. He cares for me. I am somebody in his kingdom. It matters that I'm here preaching tonight. It matters that you're here worshiping tonight. It does matter. And the door is open and the lights on in heaven and the power of God is pouring down among us because we are somebody in the kingdom of God and we are loved and not rejected. In Disney's animated movie Wall-E, 2008, they got a new one coming out. When humankind left Earth, they left robots to clean up the mess. And Wall-E appears to be the last operational robot. And Wall-E spends every day doing what he was made to do. But then he's visited by another robot, the sleek and the dangerous reconnaissance robot Eve. And Wali falls in love and discovers what he was meant for. That I'm meant to be loved and I'm meant to love. And when the ship returns to pick up Eve, Wali becomes a stowaway on that ship. And he finds out what it's like to be rejected. How much more rejected can you feel than being labeled foreign contaminant? And in a sense, when we see the word rejected in our life, When families that don't know the God that we know. And when people that do not know the God that we know. And I'm not saying it's us against the world. No, no, no. It's the world trying to figure us out. We're not the rejected people in this world. We're the accepted people in this world. Amen. We are not foreign contaminant. We are pilgrims. We are strangers. We are going from here to there. And this world is not our home. We're just passing through. Our treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. And the angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And some days I just can't feel at home in this world anymore. And I'm telling you, I want to declare it to the top of my voice. You are loved and I am loved. And we are not rejected, but we are accepted. Clap your hands real big. So I put a little phrase here Upgrade always trumps rejected God has upgraded everybody that knows him to first class Now I'm going to talk right now Somebody said Pastor I've never rode first class on a plane Well it don't matter you're first class in this church Look at your hands and say that's first class Feel your face and say, that's first class. (laughs) This ain't pride preaching. Pinch yourself and say, that's first class. God made this. God didn't create us to be rejected. He created us with the innate need for community. Genesis says that God created us male and female for each other. The implication is that we were meant to be together as a family of God. We're meant to be a community, in community. We are meant to be connected like family for mutual support and love. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm proud to be in church with you tonight. And if it's your wife, really say you're proud. When we use derogatory names for each other, we wound one another. We build walls and giant rejected signs to keep people out. But that's not how children of God and heirs of the kingdom are called to live. We are called to love God and to love our neighbor as ourselves, And those are the two greatest commandments. And upon those hinge all the commandments of the word of God. Everybody say "Love love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Let me give you three little simple rules that I learned one time from a Methodist preacher. Three little simple rules. Don't harm anybody. Do good to people. And stay in love with Jesus Christ. That's the three greatest things. But Micah said it this way, 6 and 8. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly. You can't do any of those with a rejected sign in your hand. Man needs to constantly carry our upgraded boarding pass because we have been upgraded to first class to know and to show the love of God in Christ. In the kingdom of God, folks, all children, all God's kids belong. It don't matter if they're that tall, that tall. I love when your kids come to church on Wednesday night. Lord, I got all kinds of oil on my mouth. I've kissed those kids' heads. I've never got any disease from your kids' heads, but I've kissed them. I've high-fived them. I've low-fived them because I want those kids to walk in here saying this is a church that believes that I am somebody, that I belong to God, that there's nothing greater than that in all the world, that I can't find that out there. I'll find rejection, but in here I'll find acceptance. Come on, we got to be that kind of church. Clap your hands real big. Everybody say, the Spirit Spirit. bears witness witness. to our spirit spirit. that we're the children of God. Upgrade always trumps rejected. In the kingdom of God, the simple truth is, whose you are matters more than who you are. Take a picture, put it on your refrigerator. Scripture reminds us that we have received adoption as children. Everybody say adoption. Adoption. We have been adopted. That's whose we are. And that's who we are. Once we've been accepted, once we've accepted Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives, we belong to Him. Everybody say, you know what the first step of salvation is? It's faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You know what the second step is? It's confession. It's opening your mouth and saying, I can't do this by myself. But with you, I can do all things. And when you have faith and when you confess to him that you need him in your life, he will step up into your world Oh, there's a long journey. Salvation's a journey. But I promise you, when you have faith in your heart toward him and you confess your need of him, you know what he calls you? He calls you son. He calls you his child. Amen. That's what it's all about. So I want everybody in this house tonight, I want everybody in this house to say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. We're not. This ain't an altar call. This is not an altar peel. But Lord I, Lord, I believe. And I confess, I confess that, you're that you're Lord of my life. And of this whole world and that you are coming to get us all one day. I believe in the soon coming of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to tell you something that moves you into a realm. That moves you into a realm, a realm of saying, I'm not a rejected relic. I'm not anything rejected. I've been accepted because when you say yes to the Lord, he's already moving towards you. And that is what salvation's all about. Now, I do believe in total repentance. I believe in water baptism. I believe in immersion. And I believe in the infilling of the Holy Spirit as evidenced by speaking in other tongues. But I want to tell you something, many times we try to put you in the deep end before we ever put you in the shallow end. And I'm telling you, you need to have faith in Jesus Christ tonight. There is a shallow end to Jesus and he wants you to step on in the water and accept the fact that he's Lord of your life. Amen. I come from a situation where you had to be a scuba diver. They threw you in the deep end and said, swim or drown. I love the fact that we can go to the Lord like children. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, let me, let, let, let me talk to you. That's first class to me. And there's some first class promises. See, we've talked about words and names, and you threw them out, that label us and wound us, names that can hurt us. But there's also names that can heal. There's also words that can heal. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Amen? Amen? Okay, here we go. This is what God says about you. Everybody say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Bible said, I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Everybody say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wow. Put that on your refrigerator. The second thing, you are created in the image of God. So God created humankind in His image. In the image of God He created them male and female. He created them Genesis 1 and 2. Everybody say, I'm creating God's image. image. I love when the devil and God talked one day, and it's just a story, okay, just a joke, okay. And the devil said, I could do what you did. I would create people like that. And so the Lord said, okay, get get to try. So the devil reached down, grabbed some dirt, and God said, "Uh uh-uh, get your own dirt. The God that I'm preaching about made everything. And He says, I am accepted and I'm not rejected. Everybody say, I'm accepted. accepted. To praise, to the praise of the glory of His grace by which He made us accepted in the beloved. Ephesians 1 and 6. Everybody say, I am loved. As the Father has loved me, so I loved you. Abide in my love. John 15 and 9. Everybody say, I'm anointed. anointed. He who establishes us with you in Christ has anointed us in God. 2 Corinthians 1:21. Everybody say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Everybody say I'm a new creation. So if anyone is in Christ. There is a new creation. Everything old has passed away, see? And everything has become new. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Everybody say, I am blessed. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, Ephesians 1 and 3. Everybody say, "I'm I'm a child of God. It is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, Romans 8 and 16. Everybody say, I'm a child of light. For you are all children of light and the children of the day. We are not in the night or in the darkness. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 5. Everybody say, I'm of great value. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Matthew ten thirty one. Everybody say, I'm a friend of Jesus. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I've made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. John 15 and 15. Everybody say, there's no second class citizens in the kingdom of God. Everybody say, upgrade. Trump's rejected every time. And everybody say, I'm adopted. I have a name in me that's above every name. I have bowed to the name of Jesus. I have surrendered to the name of the Lord. And here I am, a child of the King. And I'm excited. And don't call me rejected. I'm called myself accepted. And I'm going to live like I'm accepted in the kingdom of God the rest of my life. Because I am. Come on. Get that out of your head. I'm not rejected any longer. Amen. I had a man tell me one time, son, you're not a preacher. Go home. Be a carpenter. Go be a roofer or something. Sell cars. I hate to tell you this, but he was close to my family. He was family. He said, you're not a preacher. And I went to my room and I felt rejected. And it took me about that long because I believe what I'm preaching even then. I said, Lord, help that man to understand that I'm a preacher I cried a little, but then I got up and I stood strong, and I'm still preaching 46 years later, because I will not allow rejection messages to stick in my head. I'm going to be Teflon Don. It's going to just slide off, but when Jesus puts something there, it's going to be Velcro. I'm going to hold on to it. Because we hear so much about so many things about Christianity. Christianity is being bombed on the radio and television. We're being talked about in negative terms like never before. But I'm here to declare you hang on to an accepted path. Because because God upgrades us to first class over rejected. We are accepted in the kingdom of God. Say amen. So everybody say I'm God's child. I want you to say this poem with me. You'll love it. I may be young. I may be old. I may be hot. I may be cold. But I'm God's child. I'm God's child. I may be educated. I may be unlettered. I may be free. I may be fettered. But I am God's child. I am God's child. I may be rich. I may be poor. I may wear a brace. I may even snore, but I am God's child. Yes, I'm God's child. I may be short. I may be tall. I might have hair. I might be bald, but I'm God's child. Yes, I'm God's child. I may be fat. I may be skinny. I may have muscles or not have any, but I'm God's child. Yes, I'm God's child. I may have a family. I may be alone. I may can sing. I may swim like a stone. But I'm God's child. I'm God's child. I may live in a house. I may live in a trailer. I may be successful. I may be a failure. But I'm God's child. I'm God's child. I may be a sinner. I may be a saint. But a nobody, I certainly ain't. Because my friend Jesus is my Savior. And I'm God's child. I'm God's child. Come on, put your hands together and clap. I'm the child of God. Hallelujah. I told you it's simple. There's an actress, a playwright named Anna Smith. It remembers one of her earliest lessons from her grandfather, and here it was. And this this is what I want you to get. If you say a word often enough, it becomes you. Is it on the screen? If you say a word often enough, it becomes you. My little grandson is five years old. And the other night, Brad and Cass went on a date, and Patty and I went over to, to keep the kids. And it was my lot to put Windsor down. And I went in there and I said, oh, I won't pray over you. He said, okay. He normally prays after Brad prays, but I didn't let him. I laid hands on that little fella's head. <laughs> I blessed him in the name of the Lord. But here's what he prays when he prays, and you've heard it. And Some of you are new and you hadn't heard him pray, but Brad put his prayer up one time. He said, Lord, with you I'm a winner. He's five. And I'm going to be a leader among leaders. He's five. Because you are my God. He's five. That child mm, will grow up with that concept because it's in him right now. But that will make him conceited. Oh, no, 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 no. Conceit is not what we're talking about. We're talking about confidence in God. We're talking about a supreme confidence in God. There are people with gifts in this church and talents in this church, but because somebody told you a long time ago that you were worthless and you you felt rejected, your talent and your your gifting have been hidden. But I'm declaring tonight in Jesus' name to open up your your Pandora's box again and see what God has got for you because you have things in your life that have been hidden in your soul and hidden in your spirit. But in the name of Jesus, unlock your heart and let those things come out of your spirit. There's songwriters in this house. There are people that are poetry artists in this house. There's people that are great leaders in this house. And you have been told by people that you'll never lead. You couldn't lead a group of ants to the kingdom. But I'm telling you something. You hear me. You're a leader. You can Lead a company. You can lead a business. You can lead people. You've got that in you. Let it come out of you. Some people say I couldn't sell if my life depended on. Why? Because somebody told you you couldn't. That's why I'm here to tell you. Don't hear the word rejection anymore. Hear the word acceptance in your life. You are accepted. You're special, and you're a leader of leaders, and you're a winner in this life. And you're loved. You're loved. You're loved. Everybody say I'm loved. Here's a powerful meditation by William Ward. Don't, don't say this with me. I'm just going to read it to you. It's called I Am More. He said, I am more than happy. I'm joyful. I'm more than healthy. I'm whole. I'm more than alive. I'm radiant. I'm more than successful. I'm free. I'm more than caring. I'm loving. And I'm more than tranquil. I am peaceful. And I'm more than interested. I'm involved. And I'm more than adequate. I am triumphant. And I'm more than fortunate. I am prosperous. And I'm more than human. I am a child of God. Wow. I close. Randy, come and help me. Pablo Casal is a world-renowned cellist. And he once made this remark. He said, each second we live is a new and unique moment of the universe. And a moment that we'll never have again. And what are you teaching your children in those moments? We teach them that 2 plus 2 is 4 and that Paris is the capital of France is what he said. When will we also teach them who they are and what they are in God? I close. I've got three daughters that I'm proud of. And I can remember when they were little girls, and I would, be, I would be the dad to go pick them up. Mom usually took them to school. Patty usually took them, and I'd go get them. And I'd, I'd pick up one, and they'd have 47 questions about the day. Then I'd pick up another, and then I'd, that one would be quiet, and this other one would start talking. And then when i pick up the third one, and they'd start talking. But many times I was by myself. Especially with Cass and Kate. The two that were just six and three when we came. And they'd ask me all about stuff. All about things in life. And I'd always conclude everything I said to them. Like Daddy, what is heaven about? Daddy, tell me a little bit about Grandma and Grandpa. and Tell me. Tell me something about how you found Jesus. And and Daddy, tell me about my, my brother. How was he? And I'd always tell him as well as I could, but I'd always conclude everything with, Baby, we don't understand everything here, but you're a child of God. My kids heard that phrase, from the time there's that big, you're, you're, you're God's kid. And you're different. You're special. You matter. And I'd like to think, I'd like to think that perhaps when they were just little old kids and eating a McDonald's French fry or something, and we was going home and we was talking about the other world and we was talking about Jesus and we was talking about kin folks, and we was talking about those that had gone on and they was trying to figure it all out. I think they got it in their head. The closing remarks was always you're special kid, you're special. You're a child of God. And then I'd have to say sometime you know you can't do math but you're a child of God. (laughs) None of my kids could do math. None of them. (laughs) But they're children of God. And they made it. Because they didn't hear you can't do math, you're dumb. They heard you're God's kid. And you're special. And You know, I'm, I'm not trying to take you as children today. But God has let me have a father spirit to this church. Amen. And I want to tell every one of you younguns. I want to tell you something. You're a child of God. You are special. Oh, but pastor, we've had problems in our family. I know that. But the bottom line is you're a child of God. We've had hiccups. Oh, I know that. But you're a child of God. Things hadn't gone right in our world. Pastor, it seemed like we go two steps forward, three steps back. But you're a child of God. When you get that in your brain and when you lay down at night and say, I know I'm loved. I'm not second class. I'm not rejected. I'm adopted. And I'm accepted. You understand. And I wrote the very last phrase that I preached tonight. I am loved. That 72 font right there. It's the biggest I think I got on my computer. <laughs> and I want you to go home and I want you to write that. I want you to write that. I want you to put that on your refrigerator. I'm loved. God loves me. It means the world because we've got to get out of this yesterday mindset. Of what's been told us by parents that went on. I was in a church one day and a woman was back and no, she wouldn't come to the front and have prayer. She wouldn't come. And I went back and I said, what's the problem? She said, I was molested when I was a kid. I said, okay, okay. What do you want me to do? You want me to go get that person and have them come apologize? She said, they've been dead for a long time. I said, we, okay, we can't fix them, but we can fix you. And I'll never forget, I told her just what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter what's happened. That's bygones. It's over. It's over. This is your new day. This is a day the Lord has made. And we'll rejoice and be glad in it. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, us, that we should be called children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Claim who you are today. I'm waiting on Jesus. And when he comes, I'm going to be just like him. I'm going to be just like him. I'm going to be just like him. Because I'm a child of God stand to your feet all over the house you're an awesome people wow you're an awesome people and that concludes today's message please visit clcaustin.com for the latest news to register for an upcoming event or to support the Christian Life Ministry through our online giving portal thank you for listening